Welcome Sonoma County singer-songwriter Bobby Joe Valentine to the stage of the Phoenix Theater. Bobby Joe Valentine is an artist that channels a lot of himself into his music. Tonight we'll learn about the triumphs, the tribulations, the philosophies, and the experiences that have shaped his work, and later he'll play us a collection of songs. Please welcome to the program... Bobby Joe Valentine. Hello. Thanks for having me, guys. I think that we will start with something that you shared with me. Uh, It was a summary of yourself in the lead up to tonight. All right. I think think it's good. I think it's a good foundation, and we can kind of branch off from there. Uh, It goes as follows. You said, I'm a gay, mystic, hopeful, realist philosopher musician. So there's a thousand different interesting directions our podcast could go. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And I agree. Many paths we can walk. Many paths we can walk, and we will walk all of them uh, over the next uh, five hours. Great. So uh, let's start with... (laughs) No pressure, no pressure, Bobby. For context's sake, I must ask... What is a mystic and how are you one? Oh, man. Well, you know, so I grew up uh, in a very conservative Christian world. I grew up independent fundamental Baptist, not too far away from here, actually. There's a place called Berean Baptist Church and they have big blue buses and they go pick everybody up. And I went from kindergarten through 12th grade in their private school. So it was a super insulated world uh, for you know, uh, I was in that world for 23 years of my life, went to Bible college, got my pastoral theology degree so I can, you know, marry people and do funerals and start a church if I wanted to. Um, but I, the more that I started living life and experiencing it, I started thinking that maybe there was something bigger going on here than what my current like small faith experience was in that Baptist world. So I just kept reading and I kept listening and music in particular was the one that kind of opened the world up for me. And so I still have really deep held beliefs, but they're a lot gentler now. And I would say that I, the biggest difference is that I approach life as a student. And when I was growing up, everyone was a teacher. Like everyone had the answers in this Baptist world and was very they they acted confident. I, I would say behind closed doors, they had the insecurities. All of us do because they were humans and and the good qualities too. And but um, but they had those insecurities. But very confident up front. And now I'm just like, I don't know. I, I think it's going to work out in the end. And I think we're going to be okay. And I think there's something more going on here. So I'm always reading up and exploring all sorts of different faith systems and belief systems and just celebrating good stuff where I find it. But now it can be found anywhere. And that's what a mystic does, is it celebrates kind of the good uh, things of the world, however they land, and doesn't try to put a label or a quantity on it, either atheistic or in a particular religious setting. Yep. So then we'll, we'll talk more about the, the kind of tough stuff that related to the upbringing sure. a little later. But um, obviously there was good to be found in that world. Oh. And because um, yeah. a lot of the time, especially, you know, growing up and, and having, you know, homosexuality is a tough thing in the church. And so uh, there's a lot of criticism of the church and of faith in general. I feel like the, our whole generation, because we're about the same age, especially in this area, pretty uh, turned off by religion because of that. But yeah. But your reaction has instead been to try to try to find the good in it and try to try to move forward with that. Would you say that's a good summary? Yeah, a friend I really like um, says that you know you have to. There is a moment. All of us have a deconstruction moment in our life, a deconstruction moment where we the rules that we grew up with don't work. And some of the lessons we learned as kids were wrong and we have to unlearn those lessons. So we have that moment, but I would say that my generation in our generation in particular is really good at the deconstruction and throwing all the furniture out of the house, not as good at putting the furniture back in. So part of me coming back into any sort of like belief about the world has to do with like, now I get to bur- do some world building now and figure out what I want to create with the life in front of me. You know, you address that in a couple of your tunes, actually. And, and uh, I think uh, you talk about the loss of faith in, in one tune in particular, and, and it's it's a pretty poignant piece. Mm. And uh, uh, that was when I first got the inkling that, oh, we're talking, I'm talking with a, a man of faith here. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I think it's yeah, being able to honestly talk about what you've lost is really important before yeah. you can talk about anything you found. I- important to note, Tom, a man of faith. Yeah. Um, so I- interesting because you would look at the biographical details for both of you, and I, I think the, I think the the I think <laughs> honestly I think that people would think like, well, those aren't those aren't guys that that celebrate faith just because there's this caricature exactly. of what of what faith yeah. is, and obviously you two both know that the way it's advertised is not what it is for yeah. you. Oh, yeah. You know, the political spectrum right now is insane. And right now, the people that get most of the headlines are um, they're the ones that are kind of um, exposing a lot of fear and a lot of anger and a lot of uh, defiance in our world right now and a lot of separation, a lot of divisiveness coming in the name of faith. And uh, but then I would travel the world and I play at a lot of like wonderful churches that are gay friendly that are excited and delighted to do justice in their community, that are really committed to the healing of the community. And they would drop any robe, label, or name in a heartbeat to go help someone in need. You you reference hope in another tune. Mm, and yep. uh, and how important that is. And in the end, how can I have hope if I, if I can't dream? If I don't dream about flying, how come I, uh, I don't have any hope when in fact I do? And faith gives you that that uh, chance to fly uh, every day, uh, even at the darkest times. Uh, there is something you can have faith in, and there is some way that you can fly. You usually don't come to a deep faith unless you've had a great sadness or great loss in your life. And usually it's in that moment you get to experience this idea that maybe there's something greater going on. Because I know in the, in the deepest losses of my life, I've felt held in a strange way, like felt like we're still going to be okay here. And um, I think that the key to, when you have that depth of faith, you can see a, a good thing and just celebrate it for what it Absolutely. is. And there's a Celtic hymn that I love that turns things on its head that says, um, if love is God of heaven and earth, how can I keep from singing? And I love that idea of, you know, that a lot of Christians are like, God is love, God is love, but that it keeps that kind of God, which has all this baggage at it, at the front. And the hymn turns it on his head and says, if love is God, yeah. how can I keep from singing? And I think that's, that's the biggest thing you can believe in right there. So, yeah. Were you ever similar to the generation you described in that you, at a certain point, were more of a deconstructor without oh, rebuilding? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. When I was 23, I'd, uh, you know, so I, I'm gay and I'd, and I'd come out from that in that world. And at the time, I was kind of training to be a preacher. It's a whole thing. I was going to be a missionary to Uganda, East Africa, and go help start orphanages there. And um, I was actually engaged to, to marry a girl for a time, and that thankfully fell through because <laughs> I would be in Uganda right now, very unhappy, and and I'm sure living a quarter of who I really am. Um, but I left all that at 23, and oh yeah, there was a I would say there was a two years of my life where faith words were not helpful to me at all. And actually, because they'd been used to wound me, because all my friends and family had pretty much left when I when I came out, um, yeah, it was going to be a long time before they could heal me again, or even that I could look at those words with any sort of grace or gentleness. My immediate reaction was like trigger, like seeing red. And of course, people now, yeah, I'm sure most people listening, when they hear faith, they see red, and I understand that. It's understandable. And that's why I feel like... Um, man, I traveled to, this is a little bit of a rabbit trail, but um, I traveled to all sorts of churches and I feel like um, something that's still big is like verbal evangelicalism. Yeah, just a note I would say is yeah. that you do tour the country. You tour more than the majority of people we have on this show and you play a lot of church settings. Yeah, yeah. and although I will say in August, I'm playing two churches bookending a tour and then in the middle of the tour, I'm playing a week-long gay naturists event, which is 700 naked guys <laughs> and then I'm playing and I was, I was invited and I was like, oh yes, yes, I will be playing that. <laughs> but I think that's an important note to make uh, that you do do play these places a yeah. lot. So you were saying something about... Oh, so I was just mentioning, you know, I feel like a lot of people when they're in that mode, like I was in, like many people are in, in that deconstructionist mode, um, it's very hard for them to experience uh, faith words, all the labels for love that people in faith, any faith, come comfortable with. And I go to some churches now and they're still, it's all over, it's all over there 
walls. It's all over the signs they do. And you go to a Sunday morning service and it's just a thousand saying Jesus a thousand times. And if Jesus would come into a church and experience that, it would make him sick. Embarrassed. Because he gave us an idea of how to live life. We weren't supposed to sit around and just like, you know, stare at the quarterback. We were supposed to take the ball and run down the field. And um, so I feel like right now in this point in time, what you're supposed to do is just love people and affirm goodness when you see it. And that if we if we really believe in something that's the biggest thing in the world, if our faith is about the ocean, then we can believe that all good rivers will lead us there. But yeah, so so faith's been a big thing. And at the same time, it's something that I'm, I'm really, um, on purpose, I, I make it an undercurrent of how I live. And, and, I, and I feel and empathize for people that are experiencing woundedness because of faith. And so what I do is I love first. And I, I never try to proselytize. And once again, I really feel like verbal evangelicalism has had its day. And now it's time for us to just love people. Yeah. Did you have anything to say about his commentary on it? Uh, if Jesus were to walk into any of those churches, what he would think of that? Oh, uh, he, he might be embarrassed. <laughs> <You know? laughs> oh my gosh, please. It's not about me necessarily. It's about the words. And, yeah. and it's about, yeah, it's about the actions. Yeah. It's, Jesus even did a metaphor where he said, like, it's so funny. I've been thinking about this for like two weeks and it's just struck me as so funny. So Jesus did like a metaphor when he was talking about what he wanted to happen in the world. And he was like, I'm the vine, you're the branches and you'll go and bear fruit. And then later on, it's like the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace. So that's what people are supposed to know Christians by or people that are Jesus followers by is love, joy, peace. And instead, what a lot of Christians have done is just like sat and like try to hit people over the head with the vine. And that's not what a branch's job is. Like if we're the branches, if that's the metaphor that Jesus did, then what Jesus wanted in the world was love, joy, and peace. That was his goal. Not to start another religion. In fact, he, he really did not like um, religion very much. Actually, that's correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was the only time he got mad was in a temple. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, so anyway, yeah. So I'm just I'm just trying to love people, man. I'm just trying to sing good songs and talk about, and not just the love, but the pain of life. And then uh, that's another thing too. I think churches can sometimes lose the honest experience of the darker parts of life. And I try to get there in my songs. And I'm a hopeful realist, so I'm optimistic. But I do want to face the darkness head on with the kind of songs I write. So I have to say that, like, I find the the emphasis on like the, the sexuality to be very inspiring because it's something that anybody who goes through it as a queer person myself, you can feel like you're walking alone a lot of the time. And I absolutely, when yeah. I, when I read your press, I, I've wondered because everybody always makes a big deal about your sexuality. Is that something that you ever get tired of or do you feel like it's part of the mission? I feel like it's part of the mission to help gay people feel less alone all around the country and I also feel on the same side, when I go and play at a Pride Festival, I'm excited because I'm usually the only acoustic guitarist. <laughs> and I do know that there's a lot of gay people that go to a gay Pride Festival and feel alone. Because there's a whole very large gay culture, which is wonderful if you fit in that culture of loud bass dance music, of, you know, really funny campiness and all this stuff that should be celebrated. But there's a lot of guys that just like, you know, go home and listen to Bob Dylan, truly, that are gay. And those people need to have a place in those kinds of festivals. So so I'm, I'm both trying to help the gay people feel less alone and also allow them to broaden their culture a little bit. I feel like when I play, you know, pride festivals and things like that. You talk a lot about your personal experiences, be them faith, be yeah. them sexuality, et cetera. Yeah. And I'm curious because coming out and, and, and being gay is something that is in a lot of your, or at least a theme in a lot of your songs. Is it something that you got more mm. comfortable with as time went on? Or when you had that experience coming out, you were like, you know what, this is me and I'm going to show it to everybody. What I'm saying is, was it more of a phase in over time or was it something you were comfortable running with from the beginning? That's a great question. Yeah. So I think I was, I was comfortable. Here's how I would put it. I ran with it at the beginning, comfortable or not. Ah. So I had had my whole world collapse around me 
when I realized, because I'd grown up in church. So all my beliefs, not just about God, but about everything were wrapped in those four walls. So when that turned out to not be true, then for me, then it was like, I didn't know what to believe about anything. And I had just started getting back to my guitar and writing songs was a way of discovering whether or not something was true. And so I dove straight deep into my personal experiences and I would write songs about them and I would ask myself from the view of a poet, is that true? Does that feel true? And if it was, then it was like a little block that I could start building my beliefs about life in. But I used every personal experience. So when it comes to coming out, when it comes to kind of some experiences I had in the really tricky coming out process of like um, being engaged to this girl to go to Uganda, East Africa and all this stuff. uh, I wrote about that. Uh, I wrote about like being afraid to die now that I'd lost my faith and finding some strange comfort at the bottom of it though that helped me find my faith again i mean songs were a way to literally they were my therapy they were my therapist and so when i would write things i would be very honest my songs were yeah they were journals and so i didn't run away from it but i would say as i got a little more comfortable i was really lucky six months after to meet uh, john who i was partnered with uh, for over seven years uh, who's a wonderful human being and um so as I got more comfortable with myself, I think I just started writing love songs to him and it just, just naturally transitioned into that, you know? Uh, obviously the, the upbringing is a huge part. It shaped the person you became. Yeah. Um, what, what did that do to your, I mean, you've described it a little bit, but to your self image, because you basically were taught this is the way to be. And you in your heart at a certain point were like, but this is not how I am. So I'm just curious because obviously without that upbringing, you wouldn't be the person you are. Everything you've talked about so far has been influenced by that. What did you learn about yourself as you did the work to undo the damaging stuff? Oh, man. What did I learn about myself? Because that's tricky. I mean, that's like... um, that. I know this is a tough thing and we'll talk about it later, but I know that you had, uh, you, you, you guys lost your house in the fire. Yeah. Um, to me, it's, it's a very similar thing, but in your personal life, the, basically everything that you knew kind of burned down and you had to sift through that convulsive, yep. ugly process to try to find out what was still good. Yes. That's messy. It, yeah, it's messy and you're right that it, it, something similar had happened when I was 23 and, and then happened when the fire happened. Uh, and I'm sorry to use that example, but yeah, it just feel, okay. it feels like yeah. everything in your life changed in a violent and convulsive way yeah. when you left the, when you left that place you grew up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think what I found about myself was, um, that I have a tendency to automatically start looking for the good. And I'm not sure where it came from, but I do know that, um, I've always had this very stubbornly optimistic piece of myself. And, you know, I actually, John and I actually, we actually broke up the day before the fire. Uh, context to people listening, uh, there, we are in Northern California. Yeah. There was a tremendous fire in the North Bay in where October we lived. Of last year, yeah. In October of last year, destroyed thousands of homes. Uh, it's just a, just a destruction that the people who live here, ourselves included, will never forget. Uh, yeah. I know dozens of people that have lost homes. Bobby Joe Valentine yeah, is absolutely. one of those. Sonoma County is going to be digging out for years on this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, you know, it was, so it was, it did feel like everything, but but I was helped by the fact that I'd gone through an experience like that when I was 23. And so this is a, just a picture of like my, my stubbornly optimistic heart. So what, so what happened is uh, we were in Kansas City when the fire hit. And the first thing I thought was, uh, well, this isn't the first time you've had to start over with just you and a guitar. And now you have a car. <laughs> And so this is just how my mind works. It's just like, we're going to be okay. We're going to work through it. We're going to figure it out. And that has probably helped me a lot because it keeps my forward momentum going. Um, So the positive side of that is when I'm going through suffering, I can roll with the punches really well. The negative side of that is sometimes I can roll too quickly. And so I've, I've learned, you know, that song, slow down, feel it. 
that I sang tonight, I really learned that there are times in life where you don't roll and you stay and you let the hurt kind of you kind of be inside you for a little while and then you figure out what to do after that. You'll be performing five, ah, six songs tonight. We added a bonus. Yes, um, yeah. And there's a wonderful- The secret track. The secret uh, track. Ukulele. Uh, there's a wonderful backstory. <laughs> I love how you love pronouncing it right. <laughs> it's, you know, back, uh, back on the islands. <laughs> back on the islands, you know. Um, there is a, a song featuring an ukulele. But uh, there's, there's wonderful backstories to all of them, very thoughtful. And that's why someone like you is such a, a thrill to have on this show, because we love to learn about like the influences and the experiences went into them. Um, I'd love it if you could tell us a little bit about them. One of them is called I Am a Haunted House. Yeah, I love that tune. You are in a haunted theater singing a song, I Am a Haunted House. I just heard tonight that this theater was haunted. I don't know. I might have... Uh... I'm, I might have been looking around for flickering lights, but uh, I, yeah. So the story of the, that song is uh, my, we, I wrote that song after seeing a really creepy house and my partner and I, uh, he had an idea that we wanted to get a big house and run it like a wedding venue slash bed and breakfast. Yeah. And the only places we could find were in the middle of nowhere, USA. And they were also the creepiest houses I'd ever seen in my entire life. So we the first house we looked at, we rented a car in New Orleans, Louisiana, flew into New Orleans, and then we drove three hours deep into Mississippi to check out this house, you know, so gay couple, new start, Mississippi is what yeah. we thought. That's what we, and so thankfully we did not get the house, but there was all this sordid past the realtor didn't yeah. mind telling us and it was just like, yeah. oh, but anyway, something about that uh, house got me thinking about haunted houses and I think they're one of the best metaphors actually for who we are as people and i i think we have a lot of ghosts of past relationships and memories that are rattling around inside us and uh the real thing in my life i know that is if we don't watch out then those ghosts will make all of our decisions for us and i've had a lot of moments in my life where i've had to look at a decision in my life and ask if it's my past or my present that's making this decision and so we have all these things informing us and saying things that might not be true. And so I wrote a song about kind of that idea of those ghosts living inside us. We've kind of talked a lot about this already, but I'm sure that there's another spin on it. Another song you played tonight is called Trading In. Mm. Uh, important to note it won Song of the Year at West Coast yeah. Songwriter Association. Yeah. Credit where credit is due. Um, any background you want to give us on that song? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I wrote that song because my spirituality is a constantly expanding thing. And when I say spiritual spirituality, I just mean like the construction of my interior life, how I figure out my interior life so I can move through the day with some sensibility and figure this, this stuff out. And it's constantly changing. And I think that's the best quality of it right now is that I'm not afraid to trade something in that I've carried for a while for something that works. And I feel like the older that we get, the more we can just keep something, a belief we have, just because it's familiar. Whether it's about people or prejudices or how we go about our life, we can keep that only because it's familiar. And there's a fear of letting it go. Um, but what I've found is that other than like the air that you breathe and the skin that you live in, everything else is exchangeable in your life. And so a lot of spiritual integrity of moving through life is letting go when something doesn't work having the integrity to be humble enough to let that go and then you can switch it out for something that actually does and um so so that was my experience when i had the fire you know our instinct when something burns down is to replace replace yeah. replace with the exact replica yeah. of what we had before even if it didn't serve us and I had this lucky moment in my life where I was able to take a little pause and ask myself every single thing that burned down, ask myself if I actually needed that thing. And it allowed me to totally shift the material possessions I had, what I wanted to invest money in, whether it was causes or life stuff. And it just completely shifted my perspective uh, that willingness to not to hold the space and not try to replace it immediately and instead see if there was something I couldn't trade it in for. And so that song really kind of came out of that. And um, 
and that one means a lot to me. That's probably one of the most meaningful songs I've written so far uh, in my life. You play another song tonight that won the same award, the West Coast Only way back Songwriter Association, yeah. back in 2011. So you played a deep cut here for yeah. us tonight. But yeah, you know, this, this is good. This is a career-spanning set. Um, yeah. <laughs> the song is called Fly, mm-hmm. and um, you say it's a good peek into your worldview. And if you could explain to us how that is, that would be really cool. Yeah, well, I, I think that um, most people, I mean, Tom, uh, you talked about how you're a man of faith. And I feel like most people come to any sort of spiritual awareness through experience. And so this boy in this story has everything bad going on. There is not one good thing in his waking life. And then he has this experience when he goes to bed that he can fly. And he has it every dream and it's just this little piece of hope that gives him the faith he needs to get through the day and for me that's been my like i do have a stubbornly optimistic heart but the reason i have it is because i've had experiences where i've lost everything and there was still the love of people around me to lift me up and i feel like that that piece of it that experience being a doorway to hope is really important for people to know because a lot of people can have the worst experience in their life and they can come out so much better for it and then we all know people that have had experiences that are are terrible and don't come out of it and usually the distance between the two is just believing that there's some hope at the end of the tunnel and so you know i figure if i write the story about this little boy um, then it, it's funny. People have come up to me after that have been in a dark place in their life after a show and they've come up to me in tears and they say, I had dreams of flying when I was a kid. And they're not telling me that they had dreams of flying. What they're telling me is I'm in a dark place right now, but maybe those dreams of flying meant something because yeah. it meant something to that little boy. The other song you played, uh, non ukulele, was <laughs> "Maybe Stars," Maybe and stars. Yeah, there like there is a lot going on underneath the surface of this song, and so I w- I would love it if you could share us anything about that. Oh man, well you you intro that Tom because he yeah. said that that was his favorite of the yeah, songs that I I've, I just like I the tune that. a lot. It's it is another tune of of hope, but it's a tune of of uh, of of kind of losing touch of of magic i think to me and actually but the magic is always there and it's it surrounds you uh it's it's in the sky above you but it's, it's in the stars but it is all around you if you just open up your eyes and eyes and look around and maybe stars will help you see that there's a great uh song by cloud cult i don't remember the name of it but there's a lyric that says if i ever lose sight of the magic around me please take my hands off my eyes yeah. And I love that shit because yeah. that's yes. like, that's all that maybe stars is. It's just like, yeah. yeah, yeah, this is a rough life. And I understand that you are in a position in your life that you're talking to the character I'm talking to in the song that you're too old to believe in fairy tales, meaning that you, you know, this Peter Pan shit, we're done with that. And then it's just like, but it's pretty crazy that we're on a planet and you look up and there's hundreds of stars and we don't know yeah. a thing about most of them. Well, every and one of those stars, know, most of those stars are suns. Yeah. And around every sun is probably several planets. And oh my gosh. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. The Absolutely. possibilities. Yeah. And that's what stars are to me. Stars yeah. are about possibilities. Yeah. And there is a, uh, there was a, con- there's a constellation, Orion the Hunter. Yeah. And it's such a centering thing for me. I get out of my car every night and when i before i go home or at a hotel or any time anywhere in the country to be able to look up and see orion the hunter we get orion there's something for about, about three, that it's three just, quarters of the year in the northern hemisphere yeah. he is one of our major constellations and, and even the last line of it you know that i've kind of modified since performing it but it's like um there's one line that just says i know you're too old to believe in fairy tales but maybe stars yeah. And so it's like even if all you want to believe in is is what you can physically see, it's still spectacular. 
it doesn't sh- you can take all the invisible out if you, if you want if you want to limit yourself that way you can still spectacular still worth waking up in the morning to see you know like that's that's what that song is about and i have some of my best friends are atheists or agnostics and they are people that i love so dearly and so i i just wrote a song of like what's what's a song of hope we can all agree on and and let's talk about that it's a cynical time there's a lot of dour feelings and you really have a tough time in life one really has a tough time in life telling someone hey it's gonna be fine that usually doesn't convince them but maybe stars is just a really beautiful simple message Mm. it's like look i'm not going to convince you of anything but if you look up that's pretty magnificent is it not well maybe that can be like the start of the ball rolling into being a little more positive yeah yeah i'll say one more thing and then and it's just that i'm writing a song right now um and the main line of it and this is what i another thing I believe about other people is just that um, the thing about a heart is it opens from the inside. And I feel like that maybe stars is this gentle opening um, that invites people into it. And and you're right. Instead of just, it's all puppies and unicorns and good. It's like, no, it's difficult, but there is this gentle way to invite people into a better way of thinking about the world. And that's, on my best days I get there and then on my worst days I forget. So these days I just try to have better days than others. And, uh, and this has been a great day and thank you guys so much for for capping off a wonderful day. This is really wonderful. The blessing about being a musician is albums are like chapter points. You know, you can look back and you can look at the albums you've made. And, um, this was a difficult period. The, the, this album was made in, you know, and I just think it's so, generous and honest that you have uh, shared this not only in the music but in the conversation with us here tonight yeah thank you and you know i just i really appreciate it because the best episodes of this show are when people are vulnerable and people are truthful and you've done that here tonight and it's been an absolute pleasure to sit here and chat with you i love getting to know y'all i mean i've seen tom every now and then with the phoenix and i've never met you and and you guys are lovely people so thanks for doing this podcast it's great it has been a pleasure and now the listeners are primed and ready to experience the music of this man the music of bobby joe valentine after a brief little interlude is up next thanks again for joining us thank you so much thanks One, two, three. Trading deadlines for a softer ceiling I'm trading lonely for a truer feeling I'm trading easy for a harder healing But one that leaves me whole I'm trading running for a hand beside me Trading my shadows for a light that won't hide me I'm trading money for the love it can't buy me And a little less control And we pick up so much when we're living That we should never hold We carry so much that we shouldn't own But all that I need is what I've been given Right inside this skin Everything else That doesn't treat me well I'm trading in I'm trading in I'm 
I'm trading safety the world has sold me For something wilder and real and holy For what the ghost of my father told me That you're already home Anywhere you go And we pick up so much when we're living That we should never own We carry so much that we shouldn't hold All that I need I've already been given Right inside this skin Everything else That doesn't treat me well I'm trading in I'm trading in I'm trading deadlines for a softer ceiling Trading my lonely for a truer feeling I'm trading easy for a harder healing But one that leaves me My love of life fights with the pain in me I am a haunted house And there are eyes behind my doors You're gonna have to walk about If you wanna figure out what the fear is really for See the markings on the cedars Read the writing on the wall There's someone in the window There's no one there at all I am a haunted house And there are spirits in these posts And if you wanna come near Gonna have to clear with the ghosts. You're gonna have to clear with the ghosts. I am a haunted house, and there are shadows in my scenes. I feel the sharp teeth of dark memories trying to feast upon my dreams. And there's a picture on the shelf it's of a boy who's nearly ten, and behind him's just a warm red glow as somebody shut off fan. Oh, see the markings on the cedars Read the writing on the wall There's someone in the window There is no one there at all I am a haunted house There's spirits in these posts And if you want to come near You're gonna have to clear with the ghosts You're gonna have to clear with the ghosts See the markings on the cedars Read the writing on the wall And the specters in the mirror They don't look like me at all So I burn the candle slowly Cause there isn't much light left And what's dancing in the darkness Has my deep feet upon his breath Oh, see the markings on the cedars Read the writing on the wall There's someone in the window There is no one there at all I am a haunted house there's spirits in these posts And if you want to come near You're gonna have to clear with the ghosts mm -hmm. You're gonna have to clear with the ghosts mm -hmm. Tiger doesn't live here anymore. He 
He turned tail, left town, trying to settle some score he got. A one-way ticket and a traveling case. He doesn't do anything halfway. Some say the circus wasn't paying enough. Some say the money was so good he started feeling out of touch. Some say his love started to feel like a crutch. So Tony had to find his own way. Plane to train, from town to town, he picked up almost as soon as he touched down. A voice playing in the back of his mind, he tried to ignore, kept popping up from time to time. Slow down, feel it. Unless you let it hurt, you're never gonna heal it. Slow down, slow down, slow down, feel it. I wake up and take my things off the floor Hope I can figure out what all this leaving is for I hope the bridges I burn I can return to someday But I don't do anything halfway From plane to train, from town to town I pick up almost as soon as I touch down A voice playing in the back of my mind I try to ignore, keeps popping up from time to time Slow down, feel it Unless you let it hurt, you're never gonna heal it Slow down, slow down, slow down Slow down, feel it Unless you let it hurt, you're never gonna heal it Slow down, slow down I stop by and lay some roses on the door No flowers ever will settle this score I got a one-way ticket and a traveling case I gotta find my own way Drive past the city till everything glistens Pull over, stop, and finally start to listen My ground of being my significant other Rises up inside me both father and mother and says Slow down, feel it Unless you let it hurt, you're never gonna heal it Slow down, slow down, slow down Slow down, feel it Unless you let it hurt, you're never gonna heal it Slow down, slow down, slow down It's robin's egg blue and it's got a few cracks in the ceiling This is my street where the Minutemen meet And Dad says that I'll never be leaving I'm ten years old but I know how to smoke And the drinks help to cure the bad feelings This is my home and the sticks and the stones Are made up of the darkest of things But in my dreams I can fly and I soar and my feet touch the sky and it seems I can go anywhere if I try and the world's not so dark 
When the clouds make it white If there's no hope, tell me why In my dreams I can fly I cover my ears and I swear I can hear my own heart beat When they stop fighting to turn out the lights I pretend that I'm already sleeping After the violence, alone in the silence Just me and the secret I'm keeping My dad tells me I'm not worth anything And I've almost admitted defeat My dreams, I can fly and I soar And my feet touch the sky And it seems I can go anywhere if I try And the world's not so dark When the clouds make it white If there's no hope, tell me why In my dreams I can fly In my dreams I can fly This is my room and it's robin's egg blue And it's got a few cracks in the ceiling This is my home and the sticks and the stones Are made up of the darkest of things After the violence alone in the silence Just me and the secret I'm keeping my dad tells me I'm not worth anything And I've almost admitted it But in my dreams I can fly And I soar And my feet touch the sky And it seems I can go Anywhere if I try And the world's not so dark When the clouds make it white if there's no hope, tell me why In my dreams I can fly And my feet touch the sky And it seems I can go anywhere if I try And the world's not so dark When the clouds make it white If there's no hope, tell me why in my dreams I can fly If there's no hope, tell me why In my dreams I can fly If there's no hope, tell me why In my dreams I can fly I know you're too old to believe in fairy tales You've made mistakes, you've had tough breaks And most your plans have failed I know that faith is just as strong as what it's in And you tried God and that was not what you expected And so you gave it up and left it all behind But maybe stars will change your mind Maybe stars will change your mind I know control is something that's hard to give up People are fools and can be cruel and most are hard to trust I know that you have had your full of phony stuff And you have spent up every cent and still feel out of love So you decided truth was hard to find But maybe stars will change your mind Maybe stars will change your mind Come take a walk with me across the galaxy Maybe there's more than meets the eye Ten million miles away into the mystery 
Maybe there's hope for you and I Maybe there's wonder there That everybody shares If you think the universe is blind Maybe stars will change your mind Maybe stars will change your mind I know you're too old to believe in fairy tales Maybe stars I know you're too old to believe in fairy tales But maybe stars will change your mind Oh my fearful heart They say it's safe here But it gets so hard sometimes I need a brand new start I've passed these city streets beyond their borderlines And I find my demons down And when they finally fell, oh what a graceful sound You saw me through the crowd You came and found me and you wrapped around me And oh my love, carry me away, carry me away I want something and my love Carry me away, carry me away I want something more Oh my unclean hands Where have you been? At least tell me these wounds are mine I need a brand new plan One where before I leap At least I look inside And I tried to fill my cup With such ambition that it almost drank me But it all comes down to love ah, It came and found me and it wrapped around me and Oh, my love, carry me away I've seen this all before And oh, my love, carry me away Carry me away, I want something more Oh, my fearful heart I need a brand new start And I fought my demons down I fought my demons And when they finally fell Oh, what a graceful sound You saw me through the crowd You came and found me And you wrapped around me And oh, my love Carry me away Carry me away I want something and oh my love carry me away carry me away I want something more